0: Welcome to the University of Northern Iowa's EntreCast. We are a group of young entrepreneurs devoted to spotlighting like-minded people through our Entrepreneurs Club meetings and this very podcast. Now, if you're ready to create something, you're in for a ride. So let's get ready to start something. Welcome back to Episode 3 of EntreCast. Today, I interview current president Kyle Kugler. He has been a good friend of mine for the past two years after meeting in the club, so it's awesome to have a chance to interview him today. The total session was almost 25 minutes, but somewhere along the line we lost the last 15 minutes or so, which I am incredibly upset about, but that's alright because I know that what we got was full of awesome information for you guys. On top of that, I actually emailed John Lee Dumas with E.O. Fire the podcast, the the daily podcast where he interviews uh, entrepreneurs, and got him to do an audio tag for us. And if you guys aren't familiar with John Lee Dumas, that's totally all right. He is a a fantastic podcaster. Um, He's been podcasting since 2012, and on their website, they actually post uh, their income statements for every month, and to date, for 2016, he has net profited $1.2 million dollars. Strictly off podcasting. So he knows his stuff when it comes to podcasting, and it's super awesome to have him do an audio tag for us. So I'm just going to throw that in here right now. And again, John Lee Dumas with Entrepreneur on Fire.
1: Hey, this is John Lee Dumas from EO Fire, and you're listening to the University of Northern Iowa's Entree Cast. You're in for a great episode, so let's get ready to start something.
0: So with that, Let's jump into today's episode with Kyle Kugler. So I am here with Kyle Kugler. Um, Kyle is the president of the club, and um, I'm going to let him explain a little bit about what his role is this year, as well as just some background information about himself, where he's from, um, what he does, that kind of stuff. So Kyle, you want to introduce yourself? Holy moly, I think it's time to return the favor from earlier
1: saying that it was a broad question. I think that's pretty broad if you ask me. <laughs> okay, so uh yeah, my name is Kyle Kugler. I'm gonna be the uh UNI Entrepreneurs Club president this year. Um you know the title may seem all glorious and stuff, but really I'm one of you guys. Um one of my biggest things that I like to push is that I'm not the master of entrepreneurship, and I really want you to remember that. Um I'm super stoked about this year. Um, so a little bit about me before I go into my roles in the club. Um, I'm a junior at UNI, I'm a public relations major with a minor in marketing. Um, marketing is kind of kicking my butt. Not going to (laughs) lie. There's a bunch of little, there's a bunch of little classes that I'm having to take that aren't really the, the funnest things for me to do, but, uh, I'll stick through it. Um, so yeah, there's that. Um, I got involved with the entrepreneurs club, uh, freshman year, um, just met, Um, a couple of people through there at like a student orientation and just fell in love with it immediately. Um, but as the years kind of rolled on and obviously I don't know, I don't remember if you said what exactly, like how the club used to be, I think you did, but, um, yeah, just, it it just seemed like it was just getting so boring how you would sit in, you would sit in club or sit in class every day. Professors would be lecturing at you and that I, I just didn't want to be that because, um, the way the club used to be was where the president of the club, um, would assume the role of going up to the front and telling everybody how it is. And I, you know, I, I don't really have a, a problem speaking in front of people, especially the, the, a group of peers such as the UNI Entrepreneurs Club. But, um, I just wanted to do something more with the club. And so uh, the exec team kind of got together along with her advisor and started brainstorming different ideas and coming up with what the club is going to be today. Um, so yeah, Michael's already talked to you about in essence, what the club's going to be and I'm super pumped about it. Um, but to go off to what my roles are going to be, um, my primary thing that I'm going to be doing this year is just being more of a resource to you guys, um, helping you use the connections that I built, um, my, my own experiences through not only the club for the past two years, but also, um, through work, working through a startup company, owning my own business before, um and then connections through like the JPEG here at UNI. and I, um and just trying to help guide the meetings as they go along. Um, trying to trying to keep my nose out of your own business because you're doing your own thing, but um just trying to be that guiding voice for you. So that's that's kind of what my role is right now.
0: Yeah, that's it's a huge task, especially with the huge like I don't know reconstruction of the club. Yeah, it's, for sure. There's a lot going on, and we're all pretty. Pretty swamped. We're all, yeah, we're swamped, but we're all stoked too. Like, yeah. I haven't talked to a single person who isn't just absolutely pumped for this year. Yeah. Because it's going to be kick ass. Yep. Um, you kind of explained, like, how you got involved with the club and everything. Um, but I guess my, my bigger question is why is Entre Club so important to you? Like, what, what do you plan to learn from being in the club and especially being president of the club? Um, I'd have to say it's the connections
1: that you make. Um, I graduated from Nevada High School, which is like 10 minutes down the road from Ames, where Iowa State University's campus is at, um, for those of you who obviously don't know. Um, anyway, I graduated with, I want to say it was like between 79 and 85, somewhere in there. It was, a pr- I mean, fairly small to a lot of people, but pretty big to a lot of other people if you live in Iowa. Um, so I graduated, I came here, and there was probably... I would say close to 10, maybe a little bit more from my class that actually came to you and I because that's just where people went. Um, so like I knew people that were coming here, but I really wasn't the best of friends with everybody that was coming here. Um, and the people that I already knew that were up here. So it's hard to, it's hard to say that, especially with people listening right now, but, um, it's the truth. And I feel like once you graduate from high school, sometimes that's so true that you don't really stick close with those connections. You know, you have a limited, you have a limited pond and as soon as you go into a different one, it's very, very easy to start fishing in more ponds. Does that make sense? So, um, one of the things like what I had said when I first met, um, some exec members, uh, my freshman year was I just heard about the club and I had been running my own auto detailing business at the time. And, you know, just building that connection, like right off the bat, they kind of took me under their wing and showed me like, this is really, really cool. This is what you like to do. So you should continue to do it. Um, and as the years like kind of rolled on, I started making more and more connections with them. And I mean, if you go on my Facebook right now, Facebook alone, I have maybe like 200 friends on there from people who I've just met at UNI. You know, it, it, that's absolutely insane to say. And those, those are people who aren't just like, yeah, I'm just, you know, add you on Facebook or whatever. It's like people who I can talk to every day and still be like. You know, having a close relationship with them. It's not just like a random thing. So um, one of my biggest things is building that that your communication with these people and building your your network and your friend group, especially coming into a bigger school like you and I. I know it's not that big compared to others, but it's a lot bigger compared to 89 to what we have now. Yeah, so yeah. Does, that, does that kind of answer what you're
0: talking yeah, about? Just for sure. It. Yeah, that's awesome. Cool. And I I totally know where he's at because my graduating class was sixty <laughs> yeah. and uh, coming up here I knew maybe two people yeah, maybe so yeah i I totally know what you mean with like being thrown into a whole new whole new pond as you've been saying like mm-hmm. and not knowing anyone here pretty much um and you kind of you kind of touched on some of the projects that you've worked on in the past with your auto detailing business right. Uh, is there anything else that you've worked on in the past that's been like a big, um, I, I guess, played a big role in in
1: creating who you are? Um, I would have to say it, it's been an ongoing process. Um, I did, you know, what a lot of kids do, mowed grass. Uh, went, I had a paper route. I did those sort of things. Um, but as the years kind of went on and I got into my high school years, that's kind of when my entrepreneurial drive kind of came to be. Um, one of the things was becoming an auto detailer and that's a super, super long story. I could, if you really, if you really want to hear it, I can tell it to you another time. There probably is going to be quite a bit of cussing. Um, but another time, which it really wasn't, it really doesn't necessarily relate to entrepreneurship, but it was an economics class that I took in high school. Not going to name any names of the teacher or teachers that were involved, obviously. But, um, this teacher had told the class on day one, we were going to be doing this stocked game where you're buying and selling virtual stock, okay? And whatever, obviously, it's all pretend. But he said, he stood up in front of the class, and he said to us, all high and mighty, that you will not beat me because I've been doing this more, and I know how to do this more than you, better than you. And me, I didn't like the teacher to start with, but for somebody to tell me that I can't do something really pissed me off. So I ended up beating him. He ended up being in the whole, like, whatever it was, 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, you can keep going thousands, thousands and thousands of dollars in the hole. And I had made over a million dollars in the course of the semester in this virtual money. Right. Jeez. And obviously it's fake and you start off with a hundred thousand dollars and stuff. So I get it. Like it's not real, but it was still the point that somebody told me I couldn't do something. Um, and I think that's kind of a, a, the start to it. And the, obviously the auto detailing deal, getting a job at a dealership and all of these things kind of like being put together, just really... It's a it's a weird story, but it just kind of pissed me off, and it was like you need to go out and do something because this it's just you don't have to settle like go out and do whatever you want to do yeah, and I think that those kind of propelled me to be who I am today yeah, and continue to try and be yeah, so.
0: and I I absolutely agree with that like it pissed you off so you mm-hmm. had to do something about it mm-hmm. and like. As an entrepreneur, you need that, that fire under you to, mm-hmm. to really keep pushing you to do greater and greater things on your journey. Um, and I know we, we actually just recorded uh, an episode for Kyle's podcast. And on that episode, he was talking about uh, a business, quote unquote, that he did when he went to Iowa State football games. Do you want to kind of explain that a little bit? Yeah, it's yeah. awesome. <laughs> so
1: when I was younger, like I said, I used to live in Nevada. Um, right down the, right down the road from Ames. And so we would never go, actually go into the Iowa State football games. I, I probably didn't go to an Iowa State football game until I was 15 or 16 years old, to be honest, <laughs> living down the road, 10 minutes down the road. So it's kind of funny, but, um, so we'd go as like a family and tailgate with other people and stuff. Well, I would be bugging the crap out of my dad. And he eventually was just like, you know what, go over there and play. I'm like, what am I going to do? And he said, just go over to those porta potties, in essence. So I went over, I went over, and I would wait from the back of the line, and I would wait all the way up to the front of the porta potty, and I would turn around and I'd say to all the drunk college kids, "Hey, I'll sell you my spot for five dollars. So you can have my spot. I know you have to pee. You're at the back of the line. I'll give it to you." And sure as crap, people would come from the back of the line, drunk off their butt, wobbling up to the front, give me five dollars. I'd say, "Here you go," and I'd go stand in the back of the line. And I'd do it over again and just pass the time. But it's just those little things, and I know you as a listener has probably done similar things. Um, to make money. And that's just that entrepreneurial spirit. And those are
0: really awesome things and awesome stories to have. It is. So it is. I, I, I don't know why, but I, I love that story. I've heard it a <laughs> few times now, but every time I hear it, it's just like, that is, that's awesome that you like, I guess, I guess that you had like an idea for a business yeah. when you were whatever, eight, 10 years old, yeah. however old you were. yep, And you know, it just kind of it continued on and like you hear stories of these crazy successful entrepreneurs that didn't just like have a lawnmowing business, but they had some crazy service business when they were 10 years old, you right. know? Right. So I just think that's, that's a really cool story to There's. have. So this is actually where the audio cut off. Um, like I said, there was actually 15 minutes more interview that was just, somehow lost into the oblivion that is the internet. <laughs> I don't know where it went, but it's kind of unfortunate, but that's all right. I know Kyle provided a lot of very useful information for everyone. So uh, make sure to go follow him on Instagram, Snapchat, uh, Facebook, Twitter, whatever. Go find him and connect with him because he is an awesome uh, person to be connected with and an awesome resource. So that's going to do it for this episode of EntreCast. If you liked what you heard today, make sure you subscribe for all future episodes, and we'll tune in next time.